Hey, welcome back to the Infos Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And this is episode 355, um, Concussed Dragons into Protocols. Can dragons get concussed? I, You know, I assume they can, but maybe I shouldn't assume I mean, anything. They are a different breed. They are. That is very true. Uh, but so are NFL quarterbacks. Well, in the end, they're only human. Barely. <laughs> anyway, all right. So this week we are going to talk a little bit of sports news just because I want to. Uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about the worst um, September box office in the last 25 years. Uh, we're going to talk about the Deadpool 3 rumors. I've got a hot take on that one for sure. And then the Cincinnati Comic Expo was this past weekend. We're going to talk about my trip there because Daryl didn't go with me. Lame. So lame. Actually, Daryl, you get this for not going with me. How dare you? And uh, then we got dragon stuff. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, and we're, yeah. as we're recording, we're about an hour away from this week's yeah we stuff. are recording super late because we could not get on the same page to meet this week yeah <laughs> we just like yeah so we're actually recording this on sunday night it's 7 57 p.m eastern standard time so when you are listening to this late monday i apologize <laughs> anyway that being said daryl are you all moved out Yes. Good grief. There was so much stuff. Yeah, you have a lot of stuff. No, it wasn't my stuff. <laughs> like, like there was at least 60% at, at most, at least 60% more stuff there than when I was there. Oh, okay. So there's a, yeah. But anyway, the important thing is done. It's over with. Where's the stuff now? Uh, most of it is the majority of it's already in storage in like these U boxes, which are painfully small, by the way. So if you're trying to move in, you have a lot of stuff, unless you're okay with getting like four or five of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I thought the original plan was getting a pod because pods have several different sizes. You, mm-hmm. U boxes evidently don't. Oh, they only have interesting. one size. Interesting. So. That'd be interesting. Um, well, cool. Well, I'm glad you're you're moved out of the one apartment and you're settled into the townhouse. It's all good. Moving on up to that deluxe townhouse by the street. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh, so we're gonna talk sports. Um, I know we don't normally do this, but you all may or may not know, Daryl and I love sports. Yes, we do. And we even have t-shirts that say sports exclamation point. I do not have a t-shirt that says sports exclamation yeah, points, but I do have a shirt that says New York Giants. New York football Giants? Well, yeah. And I have a Kerry Collins New York Giants jersey that I proudly wow. wear. So That's going back, that's yeah, back that's, in the day. That's pre-Eli. I wore that, I wore that to a game in Baltimore against the Ravens. Oh, sorry for the Ravens today. Oh, I haven't even looked the at the whole scores. AFC. I gotta check well, my fantasy. The entire AFC North 
except the Bengals lost this week, which oh, was great for the Bengals. So the Bengals are like two and two now. Dude, I will say this yeah. before we get to, to the that stuff. The uh the Bengals white gear was on mm-hmm. freaking point. Yeah. I, I re- and they had a white out pretty basically. Yeah. For the they were they were kind of uh putting themselves it's like, hey Penn State, we can do this too. Although mm-hmm. let's be honest, Penn State had about thirty thousand more people in their stadium when they did it. Sure, sure. When they did the white out. But, but yeah, but that being sweet. said, those like he- that. those helmets look great. And I hope they continue to pull them out for like special uh special occasions, but nothing else. Yeah, oh absolutely. Just special occasions. Yeah. That that's because this is, the, I think, the first time since they went to the Tiger Stripe helmet that they've done any kind of change to it. That's That sounds about right. So. I know that people have been clamoring for something mm-hmm. for years now. See, and- I think the, like, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not a Bengals fan like you are, but I do think mm-hmm. that the... The orange and black tiger Bengal tiger striped helmet is iconic, and the fact that it hasn't been changed over the years is pretty fucking cool. Oh no, I, I like that. Uh, I I think I'm talking about people clamoring for just like oh, what we got yeah. this weekend or this weekend, but Thursday yeah. that right. special occasion once every now and then. Like if they do the again, Super Bowl again, they should do the white helmets. I, don't, I wonder if they could do that though. I don't see why. Because usually NFL frowns upon stuff like that for playoff, you know, their postseason. Yeah, the no fun league can go fuck itself, especially after what yeah. we're about to start talking about. So <laughs> during this game, Tua Tag, I can't even say his last name. Um, Tua Tagovailoa. All right, now say it without like sounding like Joe Biden saying true and Anishama. Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> <laughs> to attack a Bailoa, to attack a Bailoa, to attack a Bailoa. Oh, 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 you See, went, full, got you went dark brand in there anyway. But just did you have a bright red light behind you? What'd you say? I said, did you have a bright red light behind you? Oh, yeah, anyway. just calling Tua. Yeah, Tua. So, so he's the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, on Thursday night, he got thrown to the ground pretty hard. Um, his neck snapped back, his head hit the, hit the, um, hit the turf. Uh, and this is coming off of, for the dolphins and the Bengals. It was a short week. They played last Sunday and then this past Thursday and, um, Tua went out in their game against the Buffalo bills on Sunday, last Sunday, week from today, a week ago today. Uh, this is going to be fun to talk about anyway with, uh, what looked like to be a head injury. And they they said it was a back injury, uh, which is really weird, you know, because it didn't look like he had hurt his back as all at all. Uh, and so anyway, people were wondering all week if he was going to play concussion, whatever. Um, so he gets into the game, and in the second quarter, he goes out on a stretcher at the Bengals game uh, because of this hit that he took. Uh, and now the Dolphins have a whole bunch of questions to answer. The concussion people are coming out of the woodwork about this. When he went down, he got what's called second hit syndrome where just his arms and his hands unconsciously like kind of seized up and like kind of came up towards his, his, his on his chest towards his chin. It was, uh, it's scary. It's really scary to see that. Um, you know, I'm not going to say this was a Jason street moment because it didn't look like that, but, Still, this is horrible. And these guys, when they get concussions, um, I don't know about you. Have you had a concussion? 
Not that I know of. Okay. Not that I've been diagnosed with. I've had four. Um, so, and I'm an idiot, not just because of concussions, but like, you know, the, these guys, they want to play no matter what. And in the past they did And the dolphins actually had a quarterback in the, I think it was the 2014 playoffs. Uh, he got hit. He had a concussion. He was out for one play and he went back in after he was out for two minutes, like knocked out for two minutes on the field. He walked off for a play. And then, or was helped off for a play, and then walked back out. Um, and, and the Dolphins, let's just put it lightly, they are a uh, a franchise that has a, had a bunch of issues lately. Quite a bit. The, Quite a this bit. is this is bad. Um, and here's the thing: is is their 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 head coach is a new coach. Uh, his name is Mike McDaniel. He actually looks like someone who drives a windowless van and offers candy to little children. He looks nothing like a head coach. No, he looks like he he looks like every and I'm not saying he is one. So let me let me just say he looks like every stereotype you would think a pedophile looks like. Yeah, he he is I <sighs> I never would have guessed he was. I had never seen him before, honestly. No, like you'd think he's a nerd who worked in accounting or something. Yeah, but you know that being said, um, he is the head coach. Uh, he had a bunch of controversy earlier on this year when he got named head coach because I forget who it was. Like maybe Shannon Sharp was like, "Oh, they just hired another white guy to be a head coach," and he's like. <clears throat> I'm mixed raced. Um, my dad is black. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Sharp said, yeah. Let's, he's an idiot. Yep. Um, so, you know, there, there, there's all of like, that has nothing to do with this, but, um, there's a, there's a man, his name is Chris, uh, Chris Nowak. He is the person who heads up the, um, the King, a, a concussion foundation. If you watch the Will Smith movie, um, I think it was called concussion. Or it might have been called protocols uh, about the NFL with the concussions. Uh, he was the the main like it was based on a lot of his research, and you know he was one of the consultants on that film. Yeah. So he's been he's been obviously talking a lot because th- this is unfortunately his Super Bowl when something happens. Oh, the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Um. And even on Thursday, they tweeted before the game: "If Tua takes the field tonight, it's a massive step back, step backward, uh, massive step back. Sorry, for concussion care in the NFL. Um, if he has a second concussion that destroys his season or career, everyone involved will be sued and should lose their jobs." He added, uh, "They've so far filed, fired one unaffiliated coach, so he he wasn't an actual coach for the Dolphins or doctor for the Dolphins." Um, that person's consulting contract has been has been terminated. Um, but this is really scary, and this is why I want to talk about this, because two concussions in five days can actually kill you. There's a high school player in California right now who had a concussion, came back two weeks later, and got hit again, and now he's in a coma with a brain bleed. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, if you're listening, I'm not sure if sports is your thing. And, and, and if it's not, you've probably tuned out by now. So I apologize. Um, but this is important stuff to talk about because, yes, these guys are professional athletes and they get paid a lot of money to play a very violent sport. Um, 
too. They should not do anything to make the sport less violent, to be honest, because when they do that, this is when these guys get hurt more. Um, because they, they, they pull up when they hit, they, they just get really sloppy and you know, they, they break down in their fundamentals and, and two, like quarterbacks are super protected. It's really rare for someone to take these kind of hits two weeks in a row. Um, but it's still worth talking about. Yeah. So my take on this is that, look, if the NFLPA had a, so evidently the NFLPA for all these things, that's one of the things they had in there is that they have an individual or a third party evaluate aside from the team. And that's just to say, Hey, if the team is, because again, this has happened for decades where, uh, before all this concussion stuff happened, as far as got came to the forefront, guys were playing with this all the time. Not, not that's just a fact. So what they're doing is they have that you know a third party who's unaffiliated do the whatever test that they do, and apparently, and again, I still I, I still really need to see more of that first hit because. I saw him get up, but I, I, they, it was one of those things. They really didn't follow him only because it, they were more concerned with what was going on with him on the field on Thursday. Right. Um, I look. I know what Chris Nowinski said, and you know if he he believes that, but you know what? Other people, neurologists, aren't as adamant about that as you know. Every people should be fired for this. Right. Now they did say that independent guy or one of the independents was fired, which. Right. We all know that's the cover of their ass. Yeah. They're, they're looking for a fall guy, and that's just how people are because the, all the controversy around this, and again, we don't know what the effects of t- on Tua are just yet as far as, you know, is this going to be something lingering? I mean, he would look, he was discharged from the hospital Thursday. He was gave, given permission to fly home with the team, mm-hmm. so that's a good sign, right. number one. I haven't heard anything else, and you probably won't, uh, for uh, for a day or two, is, and what I mean by that is like where he is in his recovery. That's going to be a huge part because it, that's how it is. You know, if he's fine, this will probably I won't say blow over, but if there's something like Nowinski says, if he misses this season because, and I don't mean because the team wants him to, and and precaution, I mean because medically they're like, look, something's not right here. This is going to be a big thing. Uh, yeah. and it's bigger than it was because again, Friday, <laughs> that's all they were talking about, which mm-hmm. again, it's a big thing. I understand. I'm, I'm of the thing I'm of it where if in the sense of when, if a guy gets knocked out, he, again, I, I wasn't as horrified as necessarily you were, or a lot of people were just for the simple fact that I see this all the time watching right. combat. Sports. Well, so here's the thing um, is combat sports is a little different for sure. Right. I mean, yeah, wait, yes, hold, you're getting on, kicked in the head, and it's worse. It's worse in combat sports because they don't have any kind of protection. Yeah, wait, wait but uh, I, had, I, I will say this: I don't think I've seen this in in the football before, which is kind of weird because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of guys get knocked out in football. Now, one per, one thing, and this is the important part, like you were saying, it's it's a little different in combat sports, and this not because you, for the simple fact that. You get medical suspensions when you get knocked out. Right. So that means for three months, six months, it just it, there's different levels. Yeah, they're, they're you're not allowed any type of contact. Yeah. 
and and when I say contact, I don't mean fights. I mean in even in training. Right. It, like, so that is that is so. What happened to Tua last week? If he and I know they say he wasn't diagnosed with a concussion because right. again, these medical suspensions aren't just for being knocked out. Right. These medical suspensions, you get I think an automatic sixty day suspension after a tough fight or something like that. Um. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's sixty anymore. I think it, it went down a little bit just because they they found some of these guys were were fine, you know, and and sixty days wouldn't let them fight again on short yeah. notice. Yeah. Um. And here's the thing: is I don't think you can do even a three week suspension for these guys in football, or else you know no one would ever be playing. No. Um, you have no. to increase the fifty two man roster to like three hundred. Um, and then it's like watching scrubs play, um, scabs, sorry, play. Although Zappy looked good for the Patriots today, by the way, (laughs) third string rookie. Yeah. Wait, in what position? Quarterback. Oh, oh, Mac Jones is hurt. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. And then Um, Hoyer got hurt in the first or second quarter. Oh, wow. Back up. Interesting. Um, so in so in the Sunday the pre, prior Sunday when he got hurt he got like he essentially got pushed to the ground and his head snapped back again and hit the turf. Um, and we get to the turf thing in a second. But when he got up, he like was shaking his head and hitting his head like tapping his head and then he stumbled twice and he had to be helped to the huddle. Um, but I think part of the problem with all of this happening late so much more lately and it's not that it's just being diagnosed more that's part of it but underneath that turf is concrete Mm -hmm. it used to be played on dirt with grass you didn't see this kind of um this level of of like concussions related to hitting the ground like it was more like helmet to helmet or head to head type stuff before and I and that's the yeah. thing I wonder about, though, because I and again, from field turf to grass, which I know grass is absolutely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen plenty of guys and this is where why concussions are or not concussions, but just hit trauma in itself is so tough to diagnose because I've seen guys just drill their heads hard on on field turf and get up like nothing's wrong with them. Like, fine. And it's just so weird because I've seen guys hit harder. Well, the second hit that Tua took, that was he hit hard. Right. The first time didn't seem as hard. Again, I didn't get a chance to see many replays, but it's just so that that's the that, I won't say the scary thing, but that's just that unknown because you just you just never know because you you can see a guy tap his head, and when I say tap, I'm using um, quotation marks. Right. And, you know, he's not getting up for a minute. And then you see a guy's his head slam like demonstrably harder and it's nothing. But like the field turf, that's a very good interest. That's an interesting argument, because one of the important things about field turf, one, it's better for weather, Mm -hmm. especially when you're talking about up north. And you have to use that in domes pretty much. But also it's all it, it. You know, this is the 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 generation of scoring points and offense field turf absolutely helps offenses because you, you can you're faster you can cut better on it so but what does that lose you you know what i mean in the sense of injury right and that that's a very good question to i did see somebody actually mention that in oh, really? one of the articles 
like what it was a comment actually it wasn't you know a professional or anything like that but it was a comment where somebody mentioned it yeah yeah it's just interesting to think about i mean i don't know that was the first thing that that when i saw that that's the first thing that kind of went to my head like is this uh but here so is I just this related up, to the to the field so yeah so i, I was just looking up an article mm-hmm. uh and you know there's some some of the things why they use it and some of the safety issues they say uh the injury rate of knee sprains is uh, just just knee sprains was 22 percent higher on field turf than on natural grass uh rates of acl sprains were 67 percent higher on field turf i mean it's time to revisit this because like you know field turf is definitely better than astroturf was (laughs) oh yeah astroturf was but um You know, that is the AstroTurf is, is, is the Hitler of field surfaces. Um, <laughs> anyway, Man, this is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, we, we, we could go deep on 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 field stuff, um, but we're not. So let's move on to the next topic about the September box office, which um, the September box office for 2022 is the worst levels it's been at in 25 years um actually the lat like this this takes this does not take into account the 2020 box office when um what's it called um tenant was essentially the only thing that came out that that month and um the new mutants was the only thing that had come out in august both of which daryl and i saw in the theater for you yep for you we braved covid I don't think I wore a mask to either one of those either. I definitely did not. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, with just $275 million grossed in North America to date, this will be the first September since 1997. So Daryl and I's freshman, uh, or actually first quarter semester of uh, our sophomore years in college with a monthly total less than $350 million. To date, the running total for September 2022 is 20% behind last year's pace and 52% behind the pace set this month in 2019. That's what happens when you don't have good movies. They uh, also, with um, Warner Brothers reporting the final opening weekend totals of 19.3 million, um, which won the month, by the way, um, by 0.1 million dollars uh don't worry darling um was also the first uh september since 2001 and we all remember what happened in september of 2001 uh yeah. where any movie produced failed to have a weekend over opening over 20 million now here's the question are you ready for this are people not going to the movies because they're afraid to go to the movies or are people not going to the movies because the three big movies that came out this month are woke, are woke garbage. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. To the second one there. Again, uh, we know uh, I'm I'll say this as, uh, I'll be like Switzerland here. Mm-hmm. There are absolutely people that are going to be afraid to go to the sure. movies for a long time. Yeah. That is not affecting these movies. No, that's not. It's just, 
it's the way one it's both of the neither put aside all the stuff that happens on the outside just watching the trailers for both of these movies i had a little interest in the woman king i thought it was you know just an interesting kind of movie it looked Mm -hmm. like it looked pretty good action wise but i wasn't gonna go see it in the theater and then well, that's the thing. None out. of these movies would have ever yeah. seen the woman. The Woman King opened on forty three hundred screens. Why? That's the, the question. Why the, this movie? In, at, at no other point in history, and in, 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 in outside of the clown world we live in right now, would that movie have been anything other than art house success? If 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 the Woman King opened on even 1300 screens right the the average price per screening would have been huge because people are like oh this is we have to go see this yeah like in in you know regardless of all the other things and you know um whatnot um and then don't worry darling never it that would that should have been an art house movie that opened only in new york and la on about four screens yeah, it's because it's we, Olivia mean, Wilde's talk- Oscar bait. That's what that movie is. Oh, absolutely. It and is. she's totally getting it nominated for it. And, you know, who cares? That nobody sees it. Nobody wants this shit. Um No, nobody. Even the um whatever, the the bros from uh from Universal. Um nobody wanted to see that. Um Smile might be something that people want to see over the next couple of weeks since it's a horror movie I mean, in Halloween yeah. and it's an actual horror yeah. movie that came out in October. So I do that. That's actually, I do want to check out smile. Yeah. I don't know if we'll go to see it in the theater or not, but I, that looks again, that, that, that is one of those things that it's a horror movie and it, it has its own, it has its built in audience for these horror yeah. movies. I don't oh, yeah. know what it did at the box office this weekend yet. But yeah, but overall, and I know you've talked about this before uh, a, a month ago, maybe last year, yeah, 22 million. Yep. Where a lot of movies, because of, you know, what happened with the theater shut down and everything, a lot of these movies that are getting these major releases like The Woman mm-hmm. King wouldn't have sniffed anything close to this Mm-mm. three years ago. Right. And again, we... It doesn't help. Well, well, uh, that's that's an understatement. You know, the stuff that comes out of these people's mouths absolutely hurts their product, and they're too dumb or too arrogant to understand that. And that and that's a product right. in the sense of something like the Woman King or like Don't Worry, Darling, that has a middling sized audience anyway. Right. So you're just costing yourself money by opening your mouth, right. and hopefully. One of these days, this 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 will turn around because uh, the theaters, heads, the theater, heads. the theater companies need to need to be like, look, we're not like we're not we're not doing these movies anymore. Like the uh, the Warner Brothers movie Bros, which is about two men who have commitment issues that decide to date each other. Um, nobody wanted to see that. It made five million dollars this year. They were expecting that to make like close to twenty five. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and it's... It's like, come on. 
Like, but you look at the movie that um, the Zac Efron one that just came out on Apple TV, the greatest beer run. Oh, that's on Apple TV. Yeah, right. How oh, is that not I'll the movie? That out. One Zach Zach Efron, like you know whatever's going on with him right now, is still like a bona fide box office guy. That movie has Bill Murray in it. Like you know, it's Russell Crowe. Like Russell Crowe. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was gonna say Robert De Niro, but that was a different trailer that I saw. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the the Hamptons or whatever. Uh, but like how like that movie would have made more than five million dollars. Um, but yeah, did you see the thing about Zac Efron? Just sidebar, like he broke his jaw and like the it like kind of changed the shape of his face. Like yeah, as it healed. I, I, um, but yeah. like people are like making fun of him for it. It's like he doesn't look different. He just has a wider set jaw right now. I mean, he absolutely looks not like different, like but different, not different. different. In I mean, he's still of... like. I mean, he's still Zac Efron. Like, yeah, sh- should be Johnny Storm Marvel. Like that'll turn shit around real quick. <laughs> um, but Krasinski, Blunt, Efron, Michael Chiklis. Like that's your Fantastic Four. Yes, that won't happen. <laughs> but we know that. Well, it won't. Yeah, it's gonna be. Um, because they're tired of making money. It's the well, I mean, the She-Hulk has has decidedly killed the interest in the MCU. So, good on you. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't worry, don't worry, darling. Is is a is a qualified bomb, right? Um, the Woman King is a qualified bomb. the The fact that it's just, it, I mean, it, like nobody wants this stuff. Nobody does. The this is that the problem. In the top five this weekend was a movie that came out in two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. Should tell you all you need to know oh, about. I mean, the you're talking about yeah. Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Avatar's made like another like twenty five million dollars over the last three weeks. Yeah, uh, and it's again. A 13, 12, 13 year old movie. Yeah. Which I'm proud to say I've never seen. Yeah. Well, I actually want to see it in 3D on on theater screen. It, it again, it was a, a oh, it, I had fun with it. It's just overrated. It shouldn't have been even sniffed an Oscar, as far as for best picture, I should say. I, I saw Fern Gully already. I don't need to see it. So. But yeah, it's this is this is just not good for movies. No, just no, no, the no, slop that not. we're getting. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's just. Let's see here. What's this? Like, um, you know, October last year we had what? Uh, well, no, Dune was November. Uh, Venom, I think, was last October. Like it did, mm-hmm. it didn't overperform, but it didn't underperform. Um, but yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's not, it's just not good. Um, I'm kind of over it. You know, I, I miss, I miss going to the movies every week, you know? Yeah. I, I really do miss going to the movies every week, but I mean, smile did 22 million. Like you said, don't worry. This is for, for this weekend opening weekend for smile was 22 million. Um, and they, they're saying it overperforms, um, but there wasn't another movie over 10 million. Yeah, that, that is a bad thing. What does Anella say? Shame. 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 Ding, ding. Shame. You mean Rebecca? 
<laughs> yeah. Man, I, I can't believe she survived what the mountain did to her and then went on to own FC Richmond. Um, and looked even better than she did in Game of Thrones. Right. Anyway. All right. Let's move on to uh, to what I like to call the death rattle of the MCU. Uh, Deadpool 3. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I wonder if I can find the text. Because we, we text a lot, so. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious to hear your hot take for with this. Well, I told you. Um, well, my 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 when I sent you the the trailer, and followed with the the MCU is dead. They're resorting to their most desperate measures. Um, my yeah. hot take on this is this is going to be a PG-13 crap fest that is um, going to have people quitting, actors upset, um, people looking at the existing characters and saying, like, what happened? A la what's going on with Blade right now. I was about to say, what do you mean? That's already going on. Right? I don't, like, like, honestly, I would not be surprised if Deadpool 3 is the Deadpool from Wolverine Origins. Because one, I think Ryan Reynolds would think it was funny to do that as a troll, um, but they're gonna they're gonna put Hugh in the yellow. Um, hopefully, it's the yellow and brown and not the yellow and blue um, costume. Because I, I think I just that's think what that they... was, that that's like that was what was in that um like kind of the leaked um little like footage of like hey this is what Wolverine's costume could like look like um. But just because I think it would pop better than the the yellow and blue on screen. But that being said, uh, Hugh Jackman is is just like he's too old, you know. I I'll, I'll disagree with that in this sense. If you're talking about wanting him in multiple movies, I, I think that ship has sailed. If you're talking about for. You know, having him in Deadpool 3 for, I, again, I don't know if he's going to co-star. I, I would assume he would probably be a co-star in that, that main second main character yeah. behind Ryan Reynolds. I, I would almost, because there almost would be no point in doing what they're doing now if it wasn't, he wasn't all in. I am absolutely fine with that. I loved his send-off in Logan. It makes sense to... With all the things, you know, all these mm-hmm. memes and stuff we've had over the last decade with these two guys, I think it's going to be. It, no, I don't think it's going to be. I think it could be great. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about what you said though. Uh, them dumbing it down mm-hmm. to PG-13 levels and pissing everybody off. Because right. make no mistake, if this is a PG-13 Deadpool, based on what and this is not like Venom. Venom was PG-13 from the start. Right. This not. The first two Deadpool movies we got were rated R. Mm-hmm. We have two a PG thirteen Deadpool three. Mm-hmm. There are going to be severe backlash. Oh yeah, and and I don't know if they're smart enough to understand this or they're too arrogant in thinking they're going to love this anyway and right. they're going to go see this anyway. So yeah. that that's where I'm. I think if Ryan Reynolds had his druthers, it would definitely be rated R. Oh yeah, but I don't know if he's going to capitulate because he's he's at the point where he can. We're honestly he just like, no, this is rated R. We're doing this. If not, I'm done. I'm out. 
So, well, it just depends on who the director is too, right? That's and, true. And, too. and if that's is true. is are they going to rein in a little bit of what made Deadpool two, Deadpool two? Because you know he went full Reynolds, and you never go full mm-hmm. Reynolds. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just we'll see. And funny I, enough, I thought this was uh, this is this is this is them looking at what's going on with Shebor attorney at boring and are trying desperately to win fans back and they're going to do it all the wrong ways. Well, I, I don't know about that. And the reason is that this has been going on the Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman talk, the hints and stuff have been oh, going on yeah. for years now. No, 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 I get that. But what I'm saying is like, but are you talking- it doesn't change the fact that Disney is the one who's involved with this now and not Fox. No, I mean, I mean, like when you're saying they're trying to win back, are you saying Disney is is that's why they're jumping on this now? Yes, correct. Okay. I don't think they ever would have made this movie had the the Disney box office, the Disney Marvel box office, or let me rephrase this: the Phase Four box office had been as atrocious as it was with um what five of the movies losing money. And the one that was the most popular one is a Sony movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Followed by uh, what is happening with their TV shows and the mass exodus of people from watching that garbage. And, and you like know, it. here's the other thing is I don't think either <gasps> one of these two is going to be like, this movie is not for you if you vote a certain way. So... Mm-hmm. They'll have that going for it, but it depends on who the writer directors um, co-stars are because, you know, like House of the Dragons had no issues with that until the new Allison stepped up and was like, I'm a woman for Trump. That's how I play my character. And we'll get into that. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. It's. You know, it's to the point, and I've said this multiple times with the MCU stuff, it's show and prove. Uh, I like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I, I actually, this, I've watched Deadpool 2 a couple times. It's not nearly as good as the first one, but no. I've. I, it's one of those things that grow. it's grown on me. And you can absolutely see where it's like he went full Ryan Reynolds on this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Thor Ragnarok, or not Thor, it wasn't like Love and Thunder. Right. In the sense oh, of it was oh yeah a hundred percent the worst part about um, Deadpool two is the kid um, and then Juggernaut yes. uh, <laughs> but um, you know Zay Zay Beats is awesome the whole X Force thing is great especially what happens to them you know it that that is good Dopinder trying to become part of X Force <laughs> is just awesome at you know all throughout the movie but yeah. But yeah, that to the point is, you know, just because Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are involved, I'm I'm a little bit more excited, and that kind of goes to your point, which you were talking about, as far as Disney trying to stop the bleeding, even though the patients pretty much lost all the blood. I mean, they're about to neuter Deadpool or Deadpool, uh, yeah. Daredevil. Anyway, dude, no, they are because they're not. To- 
they're not doing they're not the none of the netflix stuff is carrying over to this character this is a new version yeah. of, of daredevil and it's going to be introduced in she bore bore it law so in like with the deadpool thing yeah I don't know. I am more. I am more looking forward to this than say a Black Panther sure. or some of the other stuff. It's but again, John David Washington is not playing Black Panther. Um, but, it'll be depend on, like you said, who right. is the creative team behind it and what type of guardrails are they going to get put in place? Right. Well, the guardrail is going to be PG thirteen. I guarantee it. There's no way so, Disney's going to do a rated R movie because they're far too greedy and they need the money. Well, I mean, Deadpool never mind the fact that the two Deadpool movies have made like nine hundred and like eight hundred and fifty mil- million dollars. Like, yeah. I don't think either one of them cracked a billion. Let me check. I've got box. Oh, I closed it. Um, like, but yeah, it's. We shall see. Yeah, let's see. Deadpool did seven hundred and eighty-two million. Deadpool two sixty million dollar budget. Yeah, Deadpool two did seven hundred and eighty five million, so it it outperformed it by three million dollars, um, and it was a little higher budget, but yeah, um, but yeah, Deadpool two opened to one hundred and twenty five million, and Deadpool one opened to one hundred and thirty two million, and still only made and the other one still opened to less and and still made three million more, so. Uh, it was in five more markets, though. But that being said, you know, they 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 have to they have to take this character and they have to do the right thing by it, plain and simple. And we'll just have to see if they do. Yeah, because they haven't been doing that. No, and they, they have should, not. and they and they've had to reap the whirlwind of mm-hmm. the results of that. Right. So, have they learned? The 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 question is. Have the, will they learn, or are they going to make the same stupid mistakes they've been making for the past five, six years? Uh, I think Kevin Feige's ego is going to have them making the same mistakes over and over and over and over again until he gets fired. And, you know, like, this I happens told in you, sports. They learned the wrong lessons from Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, this happens in sports mm-hmm. all the time. And what it is... Sometimes you just need a change of scenery, right? Sometimes the coach's message, no matter how good they are, doesn't always doesn't continue to translate and you just need fresh blood. I just saw that Wisconsin fired Paul Christ. Paul Christ is like 67 and 24 or something along those lines since he's been in Wisconsin. He's won 10 games four of the last seven years, right? Which, again, I think that's kind of weird them firing him. Yeah, but. Anyway, that happens. It happens in yep. sports all the time. Yep. And as good as Kevin Feige did to start the MCU, it looks to me like it's time for someone else. I mean, at this point, the if they're going to keep him in there, they might as well just give it to Kathleen Kennedy. Because it's going to be the same woke nonsense. Can we please talk about something else? I just got a just a very <laughs> horrid chill when you said that. <laughs> all right. Uh, so since that Comic Expo 2022 was this year, uh, uh, I was gracious enough to get press passes from them. So thank you, Andrew and team. I appreciate it. I actually took pictures. I will post them with this episode. I've been waiting to do that. Um, it was fun. It was, uh, it's funny. The show felt a little smaller, but let me read to you the guest list. (laughs) 
Christopher Lloyd, William Shatner, Richard Dreyfuss, Tom Arnold, Brandon Routh, Bonnie Wright, Adrian Barbeau, Cara Bruno, uh, Carl Stroyken. Um, he was Lurch. He was also um, the gentleman. Um, you know him. He's that really tall, long-faced guy. Um, yeah. That that was like the main people. Then you had like Jack Dylan Grazer, who was the um, Shazam's buddy. You had John Noble. You had John Glover. You had Laurie Holden. You had Logan Kim, who was podcast in the Ghostbusters movie. You had Lauren Lister, who was the voice of Robin in Nightwing and Batman the Animated Series. Um, and then a bunch of like anime guys like Max Mc, uh, Middleman, Mike McFarland, Ray Chase. Like, you know, just like lots of uh, Robbie, Robbie Damon. Like they had a great, a great um, lineup of like celebrities, right? And then the comic creators. Oh, come on. I hate their website. Um, they had uh, Andy Bennett, Art Balthazar, Daryl Banks, Chris Claremont. You might know Chris Claremont. Uh, David Mack. Uh, Gavin Smith was there again. Jay Foskett was there again. Um, and and a, a little guy named uh, Humberto Ramos. Dang, that is a strong right. list. They had a great they had a great list of guests, right? But um, they, I don't know. It, it's just there were far less vendors this year. Um, like artist alley was huge. It was full of, you know, artists and, and people, but like, normally there's like people selling like all sorts of like cool, weird stuff, like magnets and things like that. There wasn't a lot of that this year. And I'm afraid they've kind of outpriced the, um, the tables for those, for those kind of people to really, Mm -hmm. um, to really afford it and, and to show up. And even like the comic book booths, like queen city, obviously like Jeff, Shout out to Queen City Comics for being the best comic book store in the world. Um, fight me. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, even even they had, you know, a, a smaller, like, or not a smaller booth or anything, but like the 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 some of the comic shops around them had like much smaller setups than the, than they normally do. Um, and yeah, it's just, I, I will say this. It was fun. It was a lot of fun walking around, seeing old friends, chatting. Um, but yeah, I like I had I had a blast. And, and I love that we have this show, right? Um, this was like the 15th year or 11th year. I forget. Um, maybe the 15th, 14th, something like that. But I've only missed two. Um, and it's... You know, I mean, the fact that we got William Shatner to show up and then on top of that, uh, Anna, that Star Wars girl was there and it turns out I did see her, but I did not know it was her because she was in seven of nine cosplay. But I really wish I would have known she was going there. And it's like, wow, I haven't watched her YouTube channel in a while. (laughs) (laughs) So that's on me. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, life kind of got it in the way Mm -hmm. of it. I know, I know, but, uh, Hey, I went down on Friday by myself, walked around for a couple hours. Like I said, just kind of chatted with people, scoped it out. Um, and then Saturday Haley and I went down there for a couple hours and she was on the hunt for, for, uh, she was, so she was dressed up as a steampunk girl and she was on the hunt for like steampunk goggles, which is 
coincidentally mm. enough, her Halloween costume, um, which we found, but we had to scour the entire floor and then we found it at the most random booth. Um, and I'm pretty sure the guy overcharged me, but whatever it was for her. So I don't really care. Um, and then, by the, uh, by the way, yeah, real quick. If yeah. she likes steampunk, have her check out Arcane on Netflix. She's watching that right now, actually. Actually, she's watched all the way through it, and then she keeps going back and watching different fight scenes. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. Fight scenes are amazing. Yeah. Um, and then um, Jen went with us on Sunday, and Haley wore the same thing, and Jen was dressed as a witch with her, like, she has these high-heeled witch boots with, like, the curly, like, toes and her, oh, her yeah. hat. Yeah. And, like... Both of them were getting like tons of compliments, and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, actually, I, I didn't even wear like a podcast shirt. I didn't. I didn't even bring a bag. Um, you know, I the, the people I want to interview, like I'll, I'll reach out to um, if we really want to interview them or not. But it was a good time. Uh, Chris Claremont had a, a massive line the whole time, which I, which is great. Um, even well, now, yeah. yeah, yeah, even now, and you know, uh, William Shatner had you know a bit a really big like line and things like that. Uh, he was there Saturday, Sunday. Christopher Lloyd had a big line. Um, Richard Dreyfus was there the whole weekend, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, Tom Arnold was there. I actually, there was a couple times where there was like nobody at his booth when he was standing there. Um, and then um, like they were supposed to do a whole, uh, Oh, Diane Pershing was also there. She's the voice of poison Ivy from Batman, the animated series. Um, they were supposed to do a whole like Batman, the animated series thing, but, uh, Kevin Conroy had to back out at the last minute cause he got sick. Oh, damn. which I, I think if I would be able to get like him and, uh, Lauren Lester to sign something like both have their autograph on the same thing. I would have done that. And that's, that's just, I mean, that is really cool for a show. Uh, you know, like again, this, when you think comic cons, there's, you know, New York city, San Diego that people think about, but to have in Cincinnati that strong of a guest list is that's, I mean, that is, some good work they did they're doing there well yeah and i mean it's 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 a established show i mean it's over a decade old and you know it's just been it's been built up for the last um many many years so yeah good stuff yeah, good, good good stuff and yeah, maybe next maybe next year at this time we can get uh uh eric july there with isom that would be amazing that would be so cool. Hopefully, it'll like Isom Four will be out by then. Yeah. Anyway, so but uh, yeah, thank you again, um, Sensei Comic Expo. Like, thanks for the um, for the badges and you know, like I said, I got lots of pictures. Like, it's always a great experience being down there, um, watching Dave Ray run around on the uh, on the show floor and especially over there in the celeb area and be like the floor general and make sure like everything runs smoothly and there's no issues like. Yeah, uh, I will say, um, and this has nothing to do with them, but it has to do with the Duke Energy Convention Center, is the um, the inconsistency of the security people with how you're checked. 
Um, Duke, you may want to take a look at that. Like one guy, like literally touched me when he patted me down, which is fine. You know, I didn't have anything on me anyway. Uh, I didn't even bring my EDC with me. Um, another dude just kind of like waved the wand in my vicinity. <laughs> in your general direction. Yeah. Just kind of like, yeah, it was just weird. It was just like, it was very strange with how, how lax it was, but getting in and out was easy. Getting badges was super simple. The only the like I had the same thing last year with the press badges is they don't know what to do when you go to will call for the press. <laughs> so maybe have, maybe have like a, like not a, maybe train one or two people to do like, you know, this is what happens with the press and, and doing it that way. But again, like I, I waited for like five minutes and, and who cares? You know, that's nothing to complain about. But yeah, so um, I don't see the dates for next year's show, but it's going to be in September of 2023. Um, but yeah, anywho, thank you again, guys. So it was, a, it was a great show. I had I had a ton of fun. So let's move on to Dragon stuff. We're, we're running late here. Um, so minutes away. What? I know. I said 12 minutes away. I know. Um, and, and we're at 53 minutes for the episode. <laughs> we went a little long on the two of stuff. Um, all right. So just real quick, out of five, your dad, but he's really um, your dad's. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a three out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's... I'm right there with you. This was my least favorite episode of the season. Mine too. Uh, and this let, is the yeah. danger yep. of when you change characters that for five episodes we've come to know, really know and really like to get, you know, really like their, mm -hmm. you know, their, their strength, you know, their weaknesses, their, the things that they fail at, the things they're bad at. And then you just change it up. I understand why they're, they thought that was a good idea. And again, it might pay off down the road. Right. But for right now, it was very jarring. And it was, for instance, you talked about Alicent and mm -hmm. what the, what, what's her name? Olivia. Olivia something or no. another. <laughs> no, Olivia, whatever. What she said, that has not, it's the character herself was just yeah. went, was unlikable. Olivia Cook. Kristen Cole was, yeah. and again, we didn't change his character. No. But. Like he was a spineless cockroach to me mm -hmm. in this episode. Yeah. And it's like 10 years later and you're still pissed off that she broke your heart. Mm -hmm. Is that the reason? And that's how it came across. So, even if that's not necessarily the reason. I think one of the things that they weren't very good at showing is that he is now like works for the queen. Yes. They did not, I don't think they showed that well enough. We were told that in a way, um, but yeah, we, we did not really see that. And I think too, um, I think you're right. Olivia Cook took all of the stuff that Emily Carey had built up as far as like making Allison regal and queenly and at the end of, of season five, they're wrenching back her own agency, right? Yeah. And I don't right. think, like, Olivia Cook did not present any of that in the character of Alicent. Um, she's just angry, right? <laughs> uh, and then at the same time, whereas Millie Alcock 
turned Renera from a character where we're like, is this a character we really want in this show to my favorite character on the show? Erasing yeah. that immediately. Like immediately. It's like, I don't know who I want to root for anymore. Right. And the one character that let me uh, go here real quick. Like there, there was one, the one new actor that I actually really liked and we don't get much from her. And that is, what is her name? Um, that is Damon's wife. Yeah. I, uh, well, but, but she met her end in the episode too, though. Remember? Yeah. That's what I mean. So yeah, that's, like, uh, that's Lord Corliss's oldest daughter who was supposed to marry Viserys. Right. And, and again, I understand how the, you know, this is from a, a book. Mm-hmm. So, I understand that might have how it, how it happened in the book. What I'm just saying is that as far as new actors go, you yeah. know, from from older characters sure. in this show, she yes. was the one that resonated with me. Correct, agreed. And yeah, Lena, she's gone. Uh, Leanna, um, you know, yeah. and you know, she she. It's funny though, because like I like I'm glad they pointed this out in like the little post show documentary. Um, or whatever interviews is how Damon refused to make the um, decision that Viserys made to kill mm-hmm. his first wife uh, in right. childbirth to try and take the baby out. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make that choice. Like she's, you know, and then, you know, she didn't want to lose the baby or die or leave. I don't think she wanted to leave the baby, which is Damon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she went and did like full on <laughs> Jakara side. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was it was heartbreaking because the dragon didn't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, her, her dragon she had to is tell him half a dozen times. Yeah. Um, and her dead dragon was massive. Yeah. Well, her, her like Vagar is like one of the skulls at. Like mm-hmm. during Game okay. of Thrones, like in the uh, in the Dragon Keep there, or in the whatever at the underneath the throne room, um. But yeah, I mean, it's it, it like it was the dragons like uh uh-uh, uh I don't want to do this no thank you um no, <laughs> uh but I also thought Targaryens what? were maybe it's just Targaryens maybe it's not Valerians in general they're they're and, oh you're talking about fire. Uh, un- yeah, because like Damon I, again, flew through I... the fire set by Vagar when mm-hmm. they were doing their dragon stunt show. Is that like the Blue Angels, except for it's like the Gray <laughs> Dragons? Like, you know what? What do they call? What do they call this act? Because I, 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 I'd, I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it just, it was, I, I, I yes, I, and I know the story is moving forward, mm-hmm. but like you said, I don't know who to root for. I feel like we should and, have got the first season to be that initial cast 
And then the second season, you can agree. go with new characters because yes. you have time to like, it was just so abrupt. And that's where the, one of the things I, I, I like the time jumps, how the show does yeah. the time jumps and how they incorporate the dialogue to tell you. Mm-hmm. I do think halfway through this season, having a time jump this quickly to 10 years later, when you could have just said, hey, let's just move this on and build a little bit more these characters of who they are. And then right. season two, take that 10 year time jump. I a hundred percent agree with. That. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. If, 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 even if they did this in episode eight or episode nine and 10 of the season, the penultimate and, and finale, right. And, mm-hmm. and you've built up that Christian Cole has like completely abandoned Renera. Yeah. And, and why, um, because, you know, Renera has, she's married to, um, what's his name? Lainor. Sorry. Uh, Lainor. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, but she's got, all of her children are from Harwin. Um, uh, Harwin, uh, what's his last Strong. Name? Thank you. Harwin Strong from Harrenhal. Um. And, you know, it's very obvious. And then there's that scene where um, Christian Cole is teaching the boys. And then, um, you know, Harwin steps in or Har- yeah, Harwin steps in and it's like, oh, OK, like these are you're, you're not even hiding the fact that these are your children. Right. Um, and yeah, so it's just that. And then Harwin and, and well, Lionel Strong, who is uh, the hand of the king, tries to quit because of what happened. And, and Viserys is like, no. And, and Lionel's like, well, can I take him home? And, and he does. And then they all die. Yeah. Like, they're just all like, you know, like Otto, Otto. Um... God, I'm forgetting everybody's name. Uh, Allison's dad. Um, yeah. Otto, um, Hightower. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. Otto Hightower is just like, yeah, here criminals go, go kill these guys. And they light a fire and they burn them all to death and they burn a whole bunch of people. So I, I'm, I'm curious though, like this is before the dragons melted Hall. Yeah, and so they, they like, did do that, right? Yeah, it was Heron Hall because that Heron Hall really looked like what we got from Game of Thrones. Yeah, because it, yeah, it did. Maybe it's being built at this point. I don't remember. Like, I just don't remember how long Heron Hall like stood before the dragons melted it down. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't. I'm not sure about that. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, I guess, but I don't know. This was, it was just a really weird episode. I'm looking forward to tonight's episode in two minutes, um, to see kind of, I, I, it's, it's like, it's a pilot in the middle of the season, right? I, (laughs) I was just about to say that it's like, it's a pilot mid season pilot. So I'm going to give it grace and watching and see, you know, hopefully something else happens, but um, yeah. And, and I thought all five of the children or six of the children, I guess, were, uh, 
were just horrible, mean people. Yeah. And like they gave the one kid, he was like, oh, we found you a dragon and it was a pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although it was pretty funny. The pig had wings. But I think I think uh, I don't remember which kid that was, but I think he gets Vagar. Yeah. So. Uh, it's again, I, I do, and I, and I look at this like a pilot as well. It's very disappointing, especially since there was so much momentum coming the last, you know, the first five episodes. Mm-hmm. And it, that momentum, I, I won't say it was completely stopped in its tracks, but it, it, it was absolutely derailed and it could, it can get back on track. Right. I don't know if it will. Right. But I, I'm hoping it does because I've like the first five and it, I didn't this, this, this episode was serviceable. Right. And it, it felt like a pilot. There were there were issues with it, like every pilot. Now the you know now the show improve is what happens now. Where do they go from here? And can and will the writing allow us to yeah. be attached to Renera as we did with Millie Alcox? And, and I'll just I'll just point out for um, out of five flat dragons for season one, episode one, the heirs of the dragon, you gave it 3.25 out of five and I gave it 3.19 out of five. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's on par, it's on par with the pilot. Like we were not, we were not sold on this show from the pilot. We were both sold on this show from the second episode, which um, you can go back and listen to in our episode 351, twerk your way off my playlist. Um, <laughs> where, you know, like I gave it a three and a half, you gave it a 3.25, but the rogue prince was a great, was a really good episode. And then, um, we did three and a half, three, seven, five, and then four and 4.01. And then last week, uh, you did a four and I did a 4.15. Yeah. So the, the show was, uh, it has been on the upswing. And now here they are doing a mid-season pilot. It's just, it's an mm-hmm. odd choice. Um, but that being said, I'm I'm not giving up on this show. I Just because right. I didn't like the way these characters were portrayed doesn't mean I don't like these characters. I just need to right. see more. And, and yes. you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm looking forward to to watching tonight's episode, yeah. and hopefully we we can get back on track mm-hmm. because so far what yeah the like I said the first first half of this season I was really excited because it just every week was get, get I liked it more and more yeah and I just hope I hope that's the case going forward the the second half of the season and, and and back on track I think is a strong word I think it's just getting us more acclimated to the new than the future world that we're in. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I'll, I'll keep it yeah. back on track. Because, mm-hmm. And when I, I don't mean it's a one, but it, it definitely took a hit for yeah. me and, and for you. But again, yeah. it's not, it wasn't bad by any stretch. Right. It's just, again, we're, they might be the same characters, but you have new actors. So you have to get, get used to that. The actor's cadence what that actor believes this character is, what this character actually is. Because again, 10 years have passed. We just got to get used to it. And I'm just, I'm looking forward for the adventure of right. whether it gets back to, does it get me back excited to watch this? Like I was the first few weeks, the, you know, the last couple of weeks out, how really excited I was when Sunday night came. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Any uh, any last words? Nope. I'm just looking forward to seeing what we got and looking forward to next week's episode when we have a nice little... We're both getting some a very interesting comic tomorrow. Yes. According to Postal Service or according to UPS. Um, so yeah. I'm looking really looking forward to that. I think mine's coming from the Postal Service, not UPS. I think mine was UPS. I don't remember. So... Anyway, well, in the words of Cool Hand, well, to paraphrase Cool Hand Ange, appreciate us. And we'll be back next week. (laughs) See ya. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.